Lainey, didn't you see your parents fuck one time? I didn't see. I heard. And the hearing was almost worse. Fuck! Why are we talking about this? (laughs) Is this this week? This is this week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, Lainey. Hi, it's Sasha. And this is What's Your Drama, where we judge your life choices. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> because you asked us to. I know. It's not our problem. It's your problems that you're sending to us. <laughs> um, but before that, I, I, I'm dying. I've been dying. We, I've avoided talking to you about this oh, yes. because I've been saving it for what's your drama. Yes. I need to know what you think of Cody Simpson. I want to talk about this forever <laughs> and ever and ever. I am. So first off, Miley is basically like the thesis to all of what we do here at What's Your Drama. Yeah. Like every relationship problem, I feel like I could then sink right back to Miley because Miley's just seemingly doing yeah. everything yeah. right and wrong all she the same is the time. Patron, she's the patron saint of What's Your Drama. Okay. Yes, totally. Oh my God. Okay. So Cody Simpson. Okay. What I cannot get my mind wrapped around right now is why the boy doesn't wear tops ever. And I can't I, have you seen his Instagram? I had to do a deep dive on his Instagram. Yeah. There's never a shirt on him. He's on a swimming team. What? Okay, so but swimmers don't swim-, swim with clothes on or shirts on, so. They don't walk around life with shirts on? A lot of their time is spent training. Like, okay, come lots on. He's, and lots of time training. There is no need. You can always slap on a, a fabric on top of your body. My point being, I think it's, why it's tripping me out is I don't think I could ever be with somebody who cared so much about how they look. Do you know what I mean? Like, we look oh, at Yasik. I, I did not think that you were going to say that. What do you mean? I That would be too much pressure for me. Like, I look over at Yasik. He, <laughs> he looks... He looks... It's never anything new. It's just... It's reliable. It's There's reliable no under armor. You know, it's a sweatsuit all the time. When I look at Corey, it's like a, you know, a little skate kid. Like, I don't... Need to step up my game. It just looks the same all the time. I guess that is I okay. I guess it's roundabout the thing that I thought you were going to say. I couldn't. I I think that he's his body. Like listen, I don't like his for body. People who are going going to be shirtless, like that's a great way to be shirtless. What sure. a fuck! Like come on, that shot of her with her hand down, down his, his pants, pants. Fuck yeah! Like. That was, I will give you that. That was hot. You Even you have to concede that that was hot. What bothered me though is why, I don't like, his pants are always so low slung. And I, it's like, okay, great. You shave. I get it. You wax. Oh. And I don't know. It's just a little bit too prepubescent body for me. It's, it's stacked. It's tight. I like the hand down the pants. But I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I thought what You're, you were going to say is, like, I couldn't be with someone who is that much fitter than I am. Like, that was fucking... <laughs> that, that, you know what? I've been with guys who are way fitter than me. And I'm like, I'm all... It was fine. 
Yeah. Because I was young and probably I was fitter. But yes, I could, right now, you're right. I don't think I could be around that kind of body right now. But it goes back to what I'm saying and pointing to Yasik about that's why we pick the people we're with because it's less pressure. Oh, I, I don't want the fucking pressure. Listen, I am not saying that you're disgusting, Yasik. You're great. You have a I've never seen you with your shirt off, but I'm just saying Cody, this 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 he's a he's a different level of athleticism. Yasik could do say. some cardio. Listen, not saying that he can't. <laughs> <Who is> this? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Listen, of course you do. Of course you do. You know what? I appreciate. Well, I think he might yeah. be better still. Here's, but you know on. who is 44? I appreciate Cody Simpson more than fucking Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, because, God, yeah. Like, yes. he is with women who have such, like, um, like the best bodies, right? The most perfect bodies ever. And yeah. he's like, fuck, I'm fucking Leo. And well, that, that. Yeah, I, like, yeah. He's gross. Yes, he's he is. gross. Oh, he's a disappointment. Yeah. He's a, on so many levels, he's a disappointment. Anyway, I appreciate Cody because Miley is hot. Like Miley's body is A+. Plus. So uh, yes, you know are, what? Great. Good for other. her. She looks at her lover for now, who, however long this will so last. So this is the question. How long do you think it's going to last? Um, if you had to guesstimate. Until, like, 2020. Oh, okay. January. Okay, yeah. I say that this is the thing to end the year, and then it'll be new done. year, new piece. Okay. How about that? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I was going to say, like, eight weeks. Like, I don't… I, yeah, about she's, that. Yeah. That's about eight weeks. She, she's breezing through some peeps, which is fine. I'm down with that. But Look, they're fucking… But why would you bother putting that… Like, she… I feel like she would… I know she has talked about the fact that she's put her life out there and so she, you know, accepts all the criticism and positive stuff that comes from that. But I wonder why so quickly she put that out there, this relationship. I Like she's putting, like doesn't, wouldn't that be a no-go for you, like if you're Liam, like you've just ended your marriage. Right. Wouldn't you hold back on flaunting your new relationships online? Like, it's one thing to have them. Yeah. Great. He knows about them. Yeah. Isn't it another to be shoving your hand down, like, a new dude's pants or, like, like going down on a girl on a yacht? Like, at what point do you just realize that, like, not everyone needs to know it at that fucking moment? Like, this is happening in real time. She's yeah. showing us. I, I think that's kind of odd. I think that in real life, that's weird, right? That's what people try and do after they break up with somebody in real life and you don't, like, Facebook it, Instagram it, no. and you wait a certain amount of time. I don't know that they have a choice when you're that famous and when you're that Miley um, and everybody's up in your business anyway. Meaning she, it's going to come out anyway. So yeah, well she might as well just be like, whatever. Um, you know, I'm this, always Instagramming everything about my life and this guy's over all the time. He's in between my legs. So yeah. I might as well show you. Like, yeah. um, I, I don't hate it. Okay. I don't hate it. And besides, like, there's been so much ugliness between her and Liam. There and mm-hmm. What? You know, when first… What I don't really love is, if we go way, way back, when they first got back together, the narrative was Miley uh, is over her wild days right. and became oatmeal yeah. and safe and so a that, good wifey. and worthy yeah. of this guy. And then when they broke up, there were all kinds of reports of she's, oh, there's Miley being Miley again and poor this guy Liam. Yeah, yeah. And there were other stories, right? Then it yeah, started yeah. coming up. Both sides started leaking and there were stories about whether or not Liam was allegedly rumored to be drinking. Popping and yeah. And uh, I don't know, like, there is a part of me that believes 
Liam is that guy one-on-one who's kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I don't – yes, I agree. You know the hot mean guy? Yeah. That's probably what's happening here. That's sort of the other – the picture that like Team Miley is painting. Mm -hmm. Like here was a person who kind of allegedly became maybe a little nasty when he started drinking. Yeah. And is – I mean, is Liam Hemsworth like a movie star? That would be a no. (laughs) So you're already like the third Hemsworth. Yeah. Your brother is fucking Thor and also hilarious. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth. And then your wife is Miley Cyrus. I don't know. I it all adds up to me like all kinds of psychological inferiority complex. Yeah. Listen, I'm glad she's not with him, but I just I He's so hot though. My God. Yeah. (laughs) That he really is beautiful. Anyway. He's the one who checks both of our Yes. Yeah. That that would get me in so much trouble. Can I just say one thing about Cody Simpson, though? So wait, before you say, do you think he's good looking, Cody Simpson? Is that your type? I, that was where I was going. Oh, okay. So I feel like when I look at his face and his name and his age, yeah, none of that is adding up. He looks like he's forty. Oh, right. Well, he's Don't Australian, he's an in older, the sun. like an old yeah. face. It's probably because he has a very distinguished nose. That could maybe be why. He doesn't look 22 years old to me. No. No, 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 no. For sure deep 30s. But who knows? Yeah. He's 20. What did you say? 22. That's weird. I'm saying. Mostly because we've interviewed, like I've definitely interviewed him, written stories on him when he had like a mini career. So was I doing that when he was like 14? Yeah. That's fucked. Like I think I've interviewed him. Yeah, I'm sure you have. And again, and when I look at him now, like he looks like he is, he's got a divorcee's face. I will say, though, right? yes, that is right. But I will say that when I've listened to some of his music on Miley's Instagram, it actually sounds pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, it's not bad. Okay. So. All right. I'm, I'm like, here for it, not here for it. We'll see how that goes. Okay, well. I just wish he'd grow some pubic hair. I just feel like if you're 22. Yeah. And you already look old. Yeah. Grow some pubes. So let's get to the drama of the week. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Dear Sasha and Lainey. I'm 35 and feel like I'm a teenager all over again. My mother and father got divorced when I was in high school. My dad remarried five years later and my mom remained single because while my dad was busy finding love and starting a new family, my mom made sure that me and my sister were taken care of. I do feel bad that we took dating away from my mother, but we were too young. It's not like we told her she couldn't. I hated seeing her lonely though, but in retrospect, I never encouraged it. For that, I feel badly. Anyway, cut to last year, my aunt got my mother on a dating app and she started casually dating. Then a few months in, she found John. And they have been hot and heavy ever since. I really need to emphasize hot and heavy. (laughs) They are are all over each other all the time. I'm happy for my mom. I really am. But watching her make out with him is too much to wrap my mind around. (laughs) My mom and dad were never affectionate. So this adds to the jarring effect. I want her to be happy, but it's really gross. She's always on his lap. He's always fondling her neck and thighs. And when they kiss, I can see tongue. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is like I… I had this I don't like. It makes me and my sister so uncomfortable. I know we are all adults now, but she is still my mom. I need your help on how to deal with this. Am I being an unreasonable prude? Any advice on how to stomach this would be appreciated. Signed, icked out. This is amazing. This is if I if if I ever saw my mom in like sexy time moments, I'd fucking jump out of a building. It's too much. I you I don't. I know that they have sex lives, but I really don't ever want to see 
that kind of activity. So then I cut to you. You. Listen. You. Icked out. Icked out. It needs to sit down. Because you got something else. Yeah. Like, this is nothing. Like, I'm like, oh, so you have to see your mother sit Tongue? on John's lap and get fondled a little bit? Whatever. <laughs> you have nothing on me, Icked. Okay. Nothing. I need to. I, I know I've heard this story, but I need to hear it again. This scarred me. Yeah. Oh my God. Of course this, it was. I have, I am, I, I don't think, yeah, this has left wounds <laughs> in me <laughs> that maybe all the things that I do stem from this. Stem from. Yes. Like how perverted I am. Yes. I don't know. Anyway. Ew. Okay. But go. <laughs> all your sexual fantasies are linked to your mom no. and dad having Ew. sex. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. So what the fuck happened? Okay. So my parents got divorced when I was six. And they started the process of getting back together when I was like 14, 15 years old. Which is just wild in itself. Okay. And when I was um, 15, my family, so the three of us, mom, dad, and me, went on a road trip with another family, like my ma's best friend Mm -hmm. and her husband and their son. So we went on a road trip. And so we'd stay at like the hotel mm-hmm. and each family would stay in a room with right. two double beds. So mm-hmm. my family in our room, right. I'd sleep in a double bed oh, with my mom yeah. and dad would sleep in the other bed. That's normal so far, right? Yep. So Seems I like am a normal 15, family affair. right? Mm-hmm. One night in the middle of the night, I woke up to sounds that I can never unhear. Please let me hear them now. Role play, role play, whatever you're doing right Fuck now. Fuck you! I don't want to do this role play because uh, I have to relive it. You're making me fucking relive it. You, like this is this is for our writer. You're trying to help. Don't throw you this on are me. Enjoying this, I am. Um, okay, so moaning and groaning and like not loud, like not pornographic right. style. It wasn't like what you see on Pornhub right. or hear right. on Pornhub. It wasn't like ah right. ah. No, it was. <laughs> It was just heavy breathing and maybe like a grunt. Oh, and (laughs) no, there wasn't flapping. There might. Yasik, fuck yourself. Okay, go on. Stop. Yasik is slapping his skin right now. He's loving this too. Okay. Anyway, you wake up to some grunting and some. It's middle of the night. It's dark, and I wake up to sounds. I don't see anything. I don't see. I just. I just. I can. But but Ma has gone to the other bed. She's in dad's bed. Yeah. And they, it's unmistakable what's happening. It's right. not like he's not, no one's getting a foot rub. Right. There is. No one's sick. There no, is. They were on this road trip and their attraction for each other got so heightened because they were kind of skirting around getting back together right. and they were so fucking hot for each other that they had to fuck with, with you. me. <laughs> In the next bed. Wow. Have you told your mom and dad this? Have you talked to them about we this? We never speak about this. Never. I but think they, that... <laughs> but they know that you know. Yeah, because then after about five, I don't know, like it, I probably I only heard 10 seconds of it, but it felt to me like I was there for half an hour. <laughs> I screamed. You screamed. I went, ah! <laughs> 
I ripped off the covers and ran into the bathroom slammed the door and locked the door and oh. had a fucking meltdown. Fit. Like a te- Remember, I'm 15. Yes. So I am, everything is dramatic, yes. right? Like, you, you were in my life. I hate you both. Yeah. Um, I could hear dad, like, freaking out. Yes. Like, he was like, holy fuck, what have we done? Like, she's never going to be okay or some <laughs> shit in <laughs> Chinese, right? Yeah. Like, and my ma is calm as fuck. Yeah. She's like, Elang, open the door. <laughs> Elang, it's mommy. And I'm like, yeah, no fucking shit. I know who you are. Oh my God, I love this. Right. And I was like, I hate you. Whatever. Whatever 15-year-olds say to their parents when they're really mad at them, but times a million is what I was saying, right? I hate you. Fuck you. I hate you so much. Whatever. Right. Um, I will say I got a car out of it. You did not. I yes. what? You got back from your trip and they bought well, you a car. I was fifteen, so I was training for my driver's license, right? And then like, yeah, I get that, but you don't. You but you. I got, didn't get a brand new car, but I got our existing car, and they got a new car, and I got our existing car because that was yes. Okay, don't that's fucking, actually that's actually not a bad deal. I'm sorry. Given the scars I've yes. been carrying around, yeah. as anybody, like for, for those of you out there listening and like scoffing that I got a car, I want you to picture <laughs> that you were me and you were in the room, like literally a meter away from your father penetrating no! your mother. Yeah. Lady, I can't. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Now tell me yes. you deserve a goddamn car. You deserve Do a new one. Do not step to me, anybody. <laughs> If you anybody out there is about to be like, wow, you're so spoiled, do not step to me until you can visualize what I went through. Again, your father penetrating your mother in the same room as you. What? And you heard it. I'm going to give you the skin right now. Yeah, there. That's anyway. Horrifying. So go, going back to our reader. Yes. Writer. Icht? Icht. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel him. bad for you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I really just feel like that should make her feel better. Okay, but listen. So Ikt is 35 years old. Yes. Even if Ikt, Ikt's mom was teen mom, like the youngest your mom could be is 50. <clears throat> yeah. So I'm thinking your mother is what, like probably 60? Probably, yeah. And and now she's getting like she's a, finally. a dude who adores her and desires her yeah. and she's living her best life and feeling herself. Yeah. Like I know it sucks for you to have to endure it, but… I, I feel like you suck it up. Like, you're, I'm just so happy for your mom. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I would be traumatized, but you can't… What would trump that is just the, the fact that your mom finally, yeah. after giving up her whole entire life to you and your sister, yeah. gets to fucking tap some ass. Let her have all of that. Yeah. And like, if you, you know, make a fucking sandwich the next time they're fucking deep-throating each other. Mm-hmm. But like… <laughs> I think you're just going to have to suck this shit up. A lot of CBD. Yeah. (laughs) Smoke a shitload of weed. Do what you need to do, but just be happy for your mom. I do want to add one more thing to this is, like, you know, I said, if your mother was teen mom, then she'd be like 50, but chances are she's around Mm 60-ish, I'm going to say. And I also think that this is so exciting because in the past, women ceased to be attractive and desirable after a certain age. I mean, in the extreme old days, it was like beyond 30, you're fucking useless. You have no value anymore as a sexual being, as like a a member. Exactly. And 
the fact that your mother is upholding this new modern woman's value in society where she can be a contributor, she is clearly wise, like, you know, women who are of a certain age have had life experience, mm. they've had work experience, mm -hmm. they can be mentors, so you're contributing your wisdom, and she's, like, still clearly an attractive, viable woman yes. sexually. Like, this is so exciting. So I encourage Ict to see it that way. Like, I'm sorry your ma has to be the experiment of this, the poster <laughs> yeah. woman yeah. of this, but it's really, really cool. Yeah, it is. And, like, Flash, you know, 25 years from now, you're also going to want to be – you know, thought of as attractive and want to fucking have some sex. So let your mom do that. That's right. And again, remember, you weren't in the same room. Yeah, you should be thankful. Okay. Coming up, what to do when you're in a dry spell. We'll be back. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay. Next question. Hi, hey, Sasha and Lainey. I'm 31 and currently in my last year of my BA and recently got back on the dating seat in this past January after uh, an eight-year-long break. My romantic life has been a series of difficulties and I never had um, a true relationship. The only guy I've ever really dated at 23 ended our relationship by trying to commit suicide. It really messed me up for a long time. On top of that, I struggled with body issues, not fitting into the gay scene, and problems like bad jobs, poor friends, family drama, anxiety, and depression. Thankfully, I've made it past these problems and really feel like I've truly come into my own. I started seeing someone in February, only for him to ghost after a couple of months. I then met someone I connected with in a way that I hadn't with 20-odd men that I'd met over the past six months and thought he would be the one. Unfortunately, the timing was off for us. All of these events and my continued failures in this side of my life has left me quite exhausted and emotionally drained. I really wanted to find someone to build something with, but I'm starting to question if I should take a break while I finish my degree or continue to get back on the horse. I'm on the fence because I feel like I've spent many years building myself up and owning who I am, and that taking a break might be more about a fear of failure than a need for a real break. I also worry if the reason I want to keep trying is because I feel like the time is running out, despair, knowing I'm still young. Is taking a break an excuse to hide again or a reasonable idea given where I am in life with school and work? Mike. Thanks, Mike, for writing in. Yeah, um, so Mike has been through it. Yes, like all of us. Yeah. Trying to find the one, <clears throat> trying to find someone. Yeah. And it's not working out. No. Listen, I think the dating scene's really hard now. We've talked about this in podcasts before. This is like a whole other landscape and I feel more and more when I talk to our single friends who are in and around this age, <clears throat> are are pretty fucking not stoked about the scene. You know, there's a lot of dating out there, but there's nobody who's actually um, good. So I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Um, whether or not to take a break, where do you stand on that, Lainey? I'm confused about what taking a break is. Like, not going on the apps, not responding… He's saying just to concentrate, like just to fucking peace out and just concentrate on school. I guess that is what he, his definition of taking a break would be. Like not trying to search for some dick. Yeah. Yeah. So like getting off Grindr or whatever, right? Totally. Or whatever app yeah. is out there. Um, to me, and 
listen, it's been a minute since I've been single. Mm. I don't really know if, and I guess because there are so many apps out there that you shut them down, you don't participate in that whole process. If if that is the mental break from being open to yeah. dating and love and possibility, um, because I don't know that you, in other ways, other than like canceling the apps from your phone, deleting them off your phone, whether or not you can take a break from being open yeah. and meeting people, right? Yeah, and I also think it's a… It, That's what's confusing to me. I also think it's not possible. When you're… When it's in you to find love and it's in you to be ready yeah. to settle, you actually can't turn that off. Like, yeah. it, it's not… That's actually not a thing. Yeah. Um, and so I do appreciate Mike for actually realizing that maybe it is a fear thing that's coming into his head. Yeah. So what I find that a lot of our friends do who are on the single scene and pretty… Um, <clears throat> Uh, not encouraged by what's out there is, yeah, they take off all the apps off their phone. Yeah. Because that can heighten a level of disappointment like nobody's business. Yep. And then you just open yourself up to the fucking real world because maybe that is what this break could look like, right? Is like no more tech shit, but just be out in the world, meet people organically through your class, through studying, through whatever the fuck. Um, and maybe that will be enough for you right now. Like, I, th- I don't think you should shut down and fucking become a hermit. That's not going to be healthy for you. Yeah. But obviously, the dating scene right now isn't what you want it to be. It's like too draining for you. So just live in the real world and take off all the apps. That, yeah. would, be, that would be the right thing to do right now, it yeah. seems like. And again, like, you know, a lot of people do need very basic social media breaks. I mean, God knows celebrities do. Yeah. They announce it all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be off of Instagram for a while. I think, like, Channing Tatum did it they a few months it. ago, right? Yeah. Like, that they felt. And so, um, those apps, the dating apps, are also a form of social media. And there is, yeah, there is an effect it can have on you. So, for sure, I agree with you. Delete all those. But in terms of a mindset, mm. I don't think you should be turning off the part of your soul yeah. that is open to meeting new people and making connections. Because that's not going to do you any favors. In real time. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And you are in, like, I don't know what, I don't know what um, Mike's school situation is, but you are in a situation where you, like, do have contact with people. Yeah. Like, you know, academically, you're out there, you're talking to people, you're, uh, whoever, in your field, you're, um, you're, like, exchanging ideas. That can be also very enlightening, illuminating, inspiring. Um, And see how, what the effect of that, like turning off the apps, what effect that has on your ability to connect with people in those settings. You might find a sense of fulfillment there. But I get it. I mean, I'm tired for you. I I would be tired out there as well, like on these apps. Like we have friends, as you mentioned, who are like scrolling through these apps and it's just… It's, a, it's endless disappointment for the most yeah. part. Um, but that, that's what I'm saying. They do that too. They like, okay, like no more of these fucking apps. I'm just going to go see if I can like meet people out in the real world. Because yeah. that feels better for them. It doesn't that's feel right. like a, a lot of expectation. It doesn't feel like they're setting themselves up for disaster every fucking time yeah. they swipe. So that would be, I think that, and I also think Mike's kind of, Mike knows this too. He knows where he's at. He knows where his um, mm-hmm. sensitivities are and his insecurities are. So I would say, you know yourself. 
So just listen to what you're saying, which is um, you don't want to pull away so much because of the fear mm-hmm. of rejection or the fear of disappointment. Yeah. So don't let yourself do that. That It really isn't going to do you any good. And you know what I would do? Like this is kind of a little out there, but not really. You're single. You're 31. The world is out there. Take trips yes. on your own. Yes. If I was single, that's what I'd do. Yeah. I travel, like, and it doesn't have to be far. I travel, like, I'd see if I could get to cities, like, I'd do a circle, cities that are, like, an hour and a half to two hours away and mm. spend a weekend. Yeah. Walk the city. Walk the town. And it's amazing, like, how, I, I'm generally not a friendly person. Mm. I, I can concur. Yeah. <laughs> I can vouch for that. But yeah. when I'm on my own somewhere and in that mindset, again, we're talking about mindsets, like shifting your perspective, turning one thing off or turning something on, I could see myself, like if I was dropped into a, a strange place and nobody knows where I am, opening parts of myself up that I don't use very often, like either a friendliness. Well, I don't really have a lot of yeah. that, but like a, that? <laughs> <laughs> but a willingness yeah. to at least have a conversation with someone from that place to learn more about that place. Mm-hmm. And you never know what can happen. Like, Mike, go away. That's the magic of all of this, right? You never yeah. know when you're going to meet the person and um, why not make a vacation out of it? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, I don't want to promise that you'll meet somebody, Mike. No, I just no, no. want to like make you excited to go out and discover new things now that you're not on your phone all the time. Yeah. Right? Totally. I ho- keep us posted on this one. Or I'm only turn the app on when you're elsewhere. Right. Like if you're in Montreal yeah. or if you're in Vancouver. Yeah. I'm a city. Out, out, away from home. Yeah. Mike, keep us posted. Let us know. Yeah. Because I do think you're almost at like a really good outlook on it. It just is a little bit of a tweak in perspective. Instead of approaching it with fear, approach it with excitement. I'm going to turn all this shit off and I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to, I don't know, like… Rhode Island this weekend. Sure. I'm just saying Rhode Island because Jennifer Lawrence just got married. Okay. But whatever. <laughs> but really, you're, and I will go back to the age thing. You're 31. Like, you don't need yeah. to lock and load this shit right now. You mm-hmm. have plenty of time. Like, I, I didn't find my person until I was, I don't know, I'm making it up, but probably like three or four years afterwards. I don't know when I got met Corey. But like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it, this, it, you've got time. You've got time. Um, okay, last question. Hi, ladies. I want to get your take on flirting while in a relationship. I've been married for 12 years and there is a guy at work that I like. Not in any romantic way. I just like him as a person. We have good chats and it takes the edge off of our really boring work environment. I admit he's attractive and I have a suspicion he finds me attractive, but there is no way it would go further than what we are doing now. It's truly just fun and to feel… It's truly just fun to feel appreciated by another man, and it makes me feel good. But sometimes when I come home, that feeling does linger, and I do think about him. Again, not in a sexual way, but in a way where I just feel satisfied. I haven't told my husband about him because there's really nothing to tell. But I'm sure if he was witness to me and my colleague joking around and having our typical in-depth conversations, he wouldn't be too happy. So is harmless flirting bad? Am I doing anything wrong? Am I playing with fire and not know it? All right. Oh, you have a funny look on your face because you're like fucking flirt your face off. Is that what you're thinking? Well, I just… You don't see the problem. I stumbled on the part where if her husband were to see the way she interacts with her colleague, he wouldn't be too happy. But then she described it as harmless flirting. So I'm assuming that… I get that. I'm assuming that the harmless flirting is joking around with each other, teasing each other, laughing. Yeah. 
I mean, nobody is fingering each. Like, no, like, you know, they're not, he's not fingering her. Like, okay. So I don't know why the husband would, like, all, I'm bumping up against all that. Well, listen, I think, uh, I, so wait, if I saw, cause I always go back to Corey. If I saw Corey flirting with a girl. Okay. So wait, let me rewind even more. I'm okay if people are flirting. I think that's fucking healthy. I think it's good for your self-esteem. I think it ends up being good for your relationship later on. Yeah. I think it's just good in a whole. Like, right. great. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to see Corey or a girl flirting with Corey. I, I don't want to see that. I think it's fine if it happens, but why would I want to see that? You know, like, I that would be weird. Because, like… Don't you understand that? Like, why? I, I don't need to see his dick getting sucked. Well, that's not flirting, Sash. Well, exactly. I'm just saying, like, getting <laughs> his dick sucked is also not something I want to see, nor is it someone, nor do I want to see a girl, like, twisting her hair talking to Corey and him, like, well, being charming. Well, some people, some people would be, um, would say that if there's trust there, that that would turn them on. That that okay. would be like, that wow, turn me when on. I watched when I see that people want to flirt with my husband, it makes me even more attracted to him. Like, it's very primitive. I can see that. That's not you. I get it. But for some people, it would work that way. Sure. But I wouldn't want to see that happen. Okay. So let's explore that. Why? You'd be jealous. Um, because it just seems really not where, what I would want to see. I don't know if I would You're be, saying the same thing. Just like, I, I guess I'm not saying I would be jealous. I just think that that would be really fucking awkward for me to see as his wife. Okay. Right? I don't know. Like, wouldn't it be a validation of, like, how hot he is and how, and that's like, what I in charismatic? Yes, but I don't want to see it. I'm fine if he told me about it. Okay. Uh, if he was like, oh, a girl, he did, did tell me that like a couple months ago. He's like, oh, I think a girl was flirting with me. I was like, doesn't that feel great? Congratulations. Like, yeah. I think we should all be feeling that. Um, so th- th- that's where I stand. Like, I think flirting is A-okay as long as you're not crossing the line. As long as there's no touching. Yeah. Well, I don't think you even, like, look, I, I, if she insists that it's harmless, like you guys aren't sending each other texts and it's going somewhere. So texts are bad? Well, it depends on what the texts are. If it's, what are you wearing? Oh, but God, yes, of course. No. Yeah. And if it's, the, it's what are you doing, which is code for, you know, want to hook up or want to like text each other to the point of orgasm. Like, right. Okay. So, but if she's insisting none, like everything is above board and this is just about like something to do when you're at work and it makes you feel good about yourself and there is no, you're not. If there's no possibility, sure. I feel like there is one of two things going on here, though. Either she's holding back from not telling us that Mm. she is playing with fire. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, why even bring it up? If this is so… But maybe she feels guilty about the piece of not telling her husband. Well, and I think that that's the other… That's what… The other side. The other possibility of what's going on is everybody's fucking Puritan and Puritanical perspective of what it means to be in a committed relationship. Yeah. And um and it, it means that you have to turn off all like all of your synapses and your chemical reactions to the things in the world to prove your loyalty. And I, like that is so unrealistic. Yeah. So is that what's going on here? Or is it that she um is kind of telling us but not telling us that she's tempted? Right. She seems pretty pure. The, the The letter seems pretty pure and above board. You don't buy that, do you? If it's… I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't have the, like the read. So it's one of two things. So right. let's go with that. If it is pure, then, uh, you know, to the person who wrote this, don't let whatever society's expectations on what a loyal wife is supposed to be impose on your just being a human being. Yeah, and we need enjoyment. other connections yeah. with people other than the people we live with. Do you think she should tell her husband about this guy? Not that they're flirting, but like at least um, bring no. this guy into reality that he exists. No, okay, you don't need to. Okay, um, if she is playing with fire, I think we both can agree on what we would say to her. If you're playing with fire, then I mean, like if you're going home and thinking about him and. Well, she like, says she's going home and thinking about him, but, but not, not in a, a sexual, sexual way. way. But uh, if I don't buy that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and if you are, too. yes, if you're thinking about him in a sexual way, that's fine too. Like yeah. if it, it depends on whether you're, you're going to act on it. So yeah. I just want to know where she is right now. Yeah. But to me, let's go with, hey, this is completely innocent and you just have a connection with somebody you work with. Great. Thumbs up. That's amazing. And to make you feel better, here's an example. I think in… All parts of life and in other, like, all parts of life and in many industries, flirting is part of your job. So, Mm. for instance, in my job, when I'm interviewing someone, not Anna Wintour, but whether it's a man or a woman or someone who's non-gender conforming, when you're establishing that connection, it is flirtatious. Mm -hmm. Like, you turn on the charm. Yes. I've flirted with Kate Blanchett. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I have flirted with... Um, I have flirted with… Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. I've seen it. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yep. I have flirted with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. I have flirted with… Um, who was the last person I met? Oh, I have flirted with… Um, what's his name? Aaron Paul. Yes, I saw that. All of that <laughs> could be categorized as flirting. Work. But work flirt. But what you're doing is you're just kind of like getting the chemistry going. And yeah. the chemistry doesn't have to be in service of like dick in vagina or dick in anus or dick in mouth or whatever. <laughs> How many more dicks are you Or vagina yeah. on spooning totally, or whatever, yeah. scissoring or whatever, right? Like, it doesn't have to be in service of anything sexual. It just has to be in service of, I just want to have fun in this moment. Yes, I love that. And that right? I think is so important. Like, talk about like mental health, feeling good about yourself. Like, I really think if you yeah. cut yourself off from that, then you don't feel fucking shit. Like, that's not the way to go. And that's why it's sort of I always am a little bit um, saddened when you see a couple that have been in long-term relationships or short-term relationships and they're not allowed to be who they are. Like yeah. they like truncate every like genital off of them just because it's only allowed to be with that one person. Yeah. It's fucking not realistic and will only cause more damage down the, down the line. So I think flirting is good. I think it's healthy yeah. as long as you are uh, playing by the rules of no touchy, no dicks. In yeah. holes, no scissoring, all that kind of shit. So I don't know, not to put this back on you, but you have to decide which one of these scenarios yeah. you're in. Are you playing with fire? You have to, like, we can't answer that for you. Yeah. Or are you being confined with the expectations of what being a, a loyal, faithful spouse is? And if it is the latter, you're good. Yeah. Just, you know, be your sparkling, fun, irresistible self. I love that. <laughs> Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. And thank you so much for listening. It's been exciting being back on uh, What's Your Drama for our second episode. 
We love hearing from you. Please leave reviews and comments wherever you get your podcasts because we love the feedback. It's really important Mm. to us. But also, we want to keep doing this and we want more people to be listening. And so it helps other people find our show. And we are thirsty, but we appreciate the support. (laughs) We are thirsty and we would like to attract more listeners. And we hope you can help us do that just by leaving comments and reviews if that's not too much trouble. Thank you so much. See you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.